to the Rants and Dialogues podcast hosted by yours truly, Diego. Welcome to the Rants and Dialogues podcast. I'm your host, Diego. Thank you for tuning in on episode two. And we're going to kick off this podcast with some big news that happened last Friday, August 14th in California, which was the Ninth Circuit Court um, ends California's ban on high-capacity magazines. So this is a big win for California residents because for years we have been limited to only 10 rounds per magazine. And now because of this two-to-one ruling in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, California residents should be able to buy quote-unquote high-capacity magazines. So um, before I start going uh, into a deep rant about this ruling and how I'm so happy that California residents are not going to have that right to buy what I feel as standard capacity magazines. I am not a gun expert. You know, I'm just an American citizen who believes in the right for Americans to defend themselves. I'm a pro-gun person. I'm a Second Amendment advocate. And so I'm not an expert. I just believe that as an American citizen, you should have that right to protect yourself and your loved ones. You should be able to go hunting if you love to go hunting or to do it for sport and recreation. But in California, they want to have this stigma that all gun owners are evil people. And, you know, it just fascinates me that how years ago when they voted on the 10 round magazine limitation is how did they come to the 10 round limit? You know, where did they get this arbitrary number? Did they do any type of research? Did they accumulate any type of data that provided evidence that 10 rounds should suffice for all life and death situations? Think about that, you know, because I remember when I was watching, um, this, you know, about this court case unfolding, one of the judge mentions mentioned that if 10 rounds right now is the cutoff in years from now, what makes it, um, what makes it okay that California might say, you know what, 10 rounds is too much now. How about five or even one round per magazine, you know, and this arbitrary number is what's complete bullshit, you know, and the government in California and in particular, the politicians from the Democrats continue to want to control everything you buy. They are overreaching, you know, because gun control is not about guns. It's about control. Even though they try to come up with these laws, hoping to prevent mass shootings, hoping to prevent gang violence. But the only thing it does, it hampers the law abiding citizens. And it gives the advantage to the criminals because criminals do not follow the law. People who have evil intentions are going to do evil shit regardless if there's laws in place. And this proves that the politicians are clueless in California because why wouldn't you want the law-abiding citizens, the people who go to work every day, the people who are good neighbors, the people that go to church, wouldn't you want those people that are productive members of society have the ability to buy high capacity magazines to protect themselves. But the politicians are just clueless when it comes to this second amendment here in this state. And I want to give a big shout out to judge Kenneth Lee. He was appointed by Trump 
Say what you want about Trump, but he has been appointing judges who have been upholding the Constitution for what it is. So I'm going to read an exact quote from Judge Kenneth Lee. Even well-intentioned laws must pass constitutional muster. California's ban on magazines holding more than 10 bullets strikes at the core of the Second Amendment, the right to armed self-defense. So this judge is upholding the Constitution and he has struck down on California stating that what they've been doing has been unconstitutional. And I just want to say a big thank you, but the fight is not over because we are yet to be able to buy the high capacity magazines. And I believe that it is due to California Attorney General Xavier Barcera. I believe he is scrambling to find ways to appeal this so that the residents of California don't buy these high capacity magazines. And it's a shame. But let's take a win for a win. Thank you, Judge Kenneth Lee, for ruling that the 10 round limit is unconstitutional and that California residents have the right to buy quote unquote high capacity magazines. And again, I am not no gun expert. I'm just stating my two cents of how I feel. I'm still rather new to the uh to you know owning firearms. And I'm hoping that I could get some guests on here that could go into depth about the Second Amendment, about firearms and everything that comes with it. I just know as an average American that I believe it's our right to protect ourselves and our loved ones, to go hunting, to do it for recreation at a gun range. And I believe it's 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 simply our right. So, you know, let's take a win for a win for what it is. We got we are able to buy high capacity magazines once the hold is taken off. Thank you, Judge Kenneth Lee, for voting that what California was doing was unconstitutional. So let's switch it up to the sports world now where George Kittle has signed in an extension with the San Francisco 49ers for five years, $75 million. So let's look at the contract. It averages to 15 million a year with 30 million duet signing and 40 million total of the 75 million is guaranteed. It's a no-brainer to extend George Kittle, but is it worth investing all that money into the tight end position? The simple answer is it's absolutely worth giving George Kittle all that money for the San Francisco 49ers. Because I believe not all teams should be investing all that capital into the tight end position. So, so far, George Kittle has 2,945 yards receiving. This is the most of any tight end through their first three seasons. He is on track not only to catch the most receiving yards, but I feel his biggest attribute is his blocking ability. He not only blocks at the line of scrimmage, but his run blocking is dominant. There's that famous picture of him laughing in the end zone after pancaking the Atlanta Falcons defender. It's, it, it's hilarious because you see the joy that blocking brings him, you know, and that is a big attribute for the run game. You know, when you can have arguably your best offensive weapon blocking so dominant, it helps the run game, it helps the pass game, and when he's 
pass blocking. It helps Jimmy G keep him healthy. So to me, it's the right fit for Kyle Shanahan's offense. He brings leadership. He brings energy to the team, which you have to resign as an organization. It's a no-brainer to resign him because he is well-respected in the locker room. So to me, Kittle is better than Kelsey because of his blocking ability. And I'm I'm going to state it right now. I believe that George Kittle is going to be the greatest tight end in NFL history. You're hearing it first here from the Rants and Dialogues podcast. I, Diego, am predicting that George Kittle will be the greatest tight end in NFL history. He has everything you want in a tight end. He can catch the ball. His yak yards are off the charts. And this guy blocks. So, to me, the only competition for him is Gronkowski. For his 10 years in New England, Gronkowski was one of the most dominant tight ends I have ever seen in my life. He had the GOAT, Tom Brady, throwing dimes to him. Gronkowski was always catching everything within his vicinity. And I believe that George Kittle will be better than Gronk because, unfortunately, Gronk suffered a ton of injuries. And if George Kittle could stay healthy, he's going to have more yak yards than than any tight end. He's going to have more reception yards. But the thing is, is is he going to have enough tight ends to, to match Gronk? Because with Gronk in New England, he was the perfect target. Big size, great hands. All he had to do was post a smaller defender on him. Tom Brady just threw it up to him, and he was able to catch it for an easy six. So I'm hoping George Kittle can stay healthy enough where he can surpass um, uh uh, Gronkowski, and he is in, in the perfect system because Shanahan is calling the plays. He is going to get the ball to his best receiver right now, which is tight end position, George Kittle. And so one thing I want to mention too is that the other greats that are mentioned in the greatest of all time, there's Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates, Shannon Sharp, and um, I'm calling it. George Kittle's going to be the best tight end in NFL history, but in order for him to get closer to Gronk, not only does he have to do those things that I just stated, he's going to have to win a Lombardi because um, Gronkowski has a couple Super Bowls with Tom Brady, and when you think of greats, you think of the Super Bowl champions. And so if he's able to get a Lombardi, he can now be mentioned in the same breath and have his stats fill up and his run blocking where then he can surpass Gronkowski. So let me know what you guys think of. Let me know if I'm full of shit with my prediction that George Kittle will be the greatest tight end in NFL history or let me know if you agree or if you believe that another tight end is the greatest, uh, uh, greatest of all time like Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates, Shannon Sharp. Mike Ditka, let me know who you think is the greatest tight end in NFL history. And let me know with my prediction that if George Kittle will be the greatest tight end in NFL history. Let me know what you guys think. I'm calling it here on the Rants and Dialogues podcast. Make sure that you subscribe. You know, hit that like button. Tell your friends and family. Thank you for tuning in on episode two. Let's keep these dialogues going. Let's keep these rants going. 
and thank you and God bless.